0: Monica, Matthew, Monica Matthew Show. Hey, welcome back to the Monica Matthew Show. Life, love, and liberty. Happy hump day to you guys. Two more days. Two more days in this week. Do you guys even keep up with the days of the week? <laughs> I know. I I mean, I do only because I travel, but I, geez, since COVID, plus I'm self-employed, but since COVID, I'm just kind of like, what is, it? what is it? I don't even know. It all just kind of runs together, and especially since November 3rd, uh, whatever it is, we're uh, surviving speaking of surviving you know i've i've received just many emails lately monica what is going on you know you have intel you have information what's going on tell us the deal and i'm like well honestly i mean i've i've been honest with you guys from the beginning um i i, I do have tidbits of intel from here and there and everywhere but but listen i'm i'm not um no one in my world really knows exactly what's going on. And I'm just here to tell you guys, anyone who purports to know anything with certainty, um, I just, I tune out. I just do because, I'm because part of my survival mechanism is to just look at what's right in front of me. And whenever we are in, and listen, I'm not, I'm not speaking in, um, in, in spiritual terms, I'm, I'm speaking in temporal terms, right? So so we know that there's a spirit realm of which I speak of regularly, okay? And we also know there's the temporal realm. And, and I think we're being affected temporally to the extent that we are because so many people have been so heavenly-minded they've become of no earthly good. I really do lay a large portion of the onus of what we're experiencing as a nation right now at the feet of the collective body called the church, because we tout being the banner carriers of Liberty, but we have no idea how to liberate people on this side of eternity with the good news of Christ. We stop at, Hey, do you know where you're going? If you die tonight, I mean, and it's like, I don't know, do you? Like, what? Well, okay, hold on. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's one part of it, that evangelizing is one component, but it's like, where's the next person with the baton? <laughs> so, and we suck at discipleship. And so when we wonder why our United States military has been infiltrated with the entire LGBTQ cabal, the corporate Cabal, which is all about Marxism and control. It is awful. It has nothing to do with gay people, by the way. It is part of the geopolitical warfare landscape. Because once that is weakened and your constitution is weakened and you have a body of people who no longer serve the constitution, but feelings and, and pronouns and, and binary and non-bi- non-binary rather, um, <clears throat> excuse me, once you have that in play, where there should be a solid mental emotional fortitude of we are committed to the constitution we are we are committed to order we're not committed to feelings and equity and you know if you can do it I can do it too and we need boobies built into our armor and you know and 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 we need just equality And it's like, well, I'm sorry, there's nothing equal between a man and a woman's physical ability by and large on whenever it comes to the crucible. And if you don't believe me, just ask people who have been going through it. And what they're doing is dumbing down, you know, your your marks, the marks that you have to hit in basic. And it's like, that's wrong. I mean, you can either hit it or you need to quit it. Like, that's just how it is in my mind. And I'm a chick, and, and I'm, you know, and, and I don't believe that anything a guy can do, I can do better. I don't believe that. there. I believe that I'm a female, and there are things that I've been created with and gifts and things that, you know, peripheral vision in terms of, I mean, that's what a wife is. Your meet is supposed to be your peripheral vision. Like, that chick is supposed to be able to see stuff coming, and that you can't see because you are a dude and you guys are like pretty linear or you're, you are a linear focus type creature where it's like, I'm looking straight ahead. Right. Or I'm looking straight up or I'm looking down or I'm looking behind me, but it's rare that you've got like this completed visual capacity, which is why God's like, all right, cool. Here she is. She's going to see things that you don't, and I'm going to um, instill things in her that I'm not going to instill in you. Because I am God and, you know, what, did it, what does the word say? He made, they made them, us, the creatures, um, like them, male and female. I mean, we all have multiple facets. And so I don't subscribe to this whole crap of, you know, if a dude can do it, I can too. I mean, there are many things, believe me. As a widowed woman for 22 years, I've had to do a lot of things that I never thought I'd be able to do. And there, and yeah, I've had my little mountaintop moments where I stand on top of my 10 foot ladder and I'm like, yeah, who the hell needs a guy? I got this. But those are my like private conversations where I'm like, five minutes later, I'm like, well, I'll tell you who needs a guy. (laughs) Next time I'm hiring a dude to do this crap because this is hard. (laughs) And, and this is, you know, this is something a man could obviously do better. Can I do it? Sure. I tell you what though, Uh, can I tell you guys a little secret? Something that that's forged in me is such an appreciation for men that you you can't even imagine. The more I've been able to do on my own, it's really interesting. I mean, and I and I give all credit to God for this too, because I could see where it would be very easy for you to take on a spirit of pride about something like this, where it's like, well, I can do all of that and I did it all myself. And it's like, yeah, Okay, fine. But I think that comes from a place of like bitterness that you've had to. Right? And so for me, my take on that has been, wow, I really appreciate men. And, um, and, I, and I also appreciate the fact that I know I can do it. So I've been, you know, filled with gratitude that I have had to go through an ent- like 22 years of a crucible for that matter, um, doing things that I never thought I could do doing things I never thought I wanted to do, doing things that my girlfriends were able to pass on to their husbands or boyfriends and or pass off to them. And, and I didn't have that. I could hire handymen and I have, but uh, good luck finding someone who will actually do the job you've asked them to do, who won't try to get into your skirt while they're doing the job, um, who doesn't, you know, want to come back after hours Um who doesn't do a crappy job and try to, you know, steal and, and rob you blind. I mean, it's it's a mess out here. It really is. So whenever you find good people, you hold on to them. And you treat them well. And you pay them well. You go above and beyond. And you treat them with appreciation. Because they've earned it. And then whenever you find crappy people, you cut them loose, you know, like a tumor. Cut them out. They got to go. See ya. <laughs> Um, and you don't look back and you don't feel bad and you don't listen to the sob stories about his 25 children and you know he just got out of jail and I'm fine with people just getting out of jail and needing jobs and coming to my house and working. I've done all that. I'm not afraid of that. People deserve second, third, and fourth chances. People do dumb stuff. I mean, that's just something you learn in ministry. And some people go back to their vomit a few times. I've done it. I haven't done anything criminal to go back to, but, you know, not by the earth, not by earthly standards, but I've done plenty of things to break God's laws where it's like, I just go back to that stinking pile of dung where it's like, well, let's just try it one more time. Let's just add some different seasoning on that big old pile of dung. I made a different fork. Maybe if I put it on China, it'll have a different outcome, right? You guys know what I'm talking about. And it's like, no, it never changes. The outcome still sucks because it sucked to begin with. It had a bad beginning. It's going to have a bad end. <laughs> so. But all that to say, some people just need a chance, and I'm fine with that. But you screw me once, you're done. I'm just telling you, I've learned the hard way. And it, and it didn't take me very long to learn. And you mess with me or you try to come back to my house, you're really going to find out the hard way. You don't want to do that, trust me. So, But people enjoy working with me and for me, and, I, and I'm grateful for that. And I, and I love people who help me around my house. But I will say, I have such an appreciation for men. Because the, we there really are inherent dif- differences that should be honored. They should be celebrated. It's okay to celebrate the differences. And so for me, I'm like, you know, whenever I go out to dinner with a man who's like, well, do you want to see the menu? I'm like, mm, no, not really. No. Oh, sure. I'll look at the menu. I don't know. What do you think? Just order it. I'm telling you, I can be like super like, so, I don't know. Maybe some people think I'm lazy. I'm not. I'm just tired. <laughs> and it's like, and I know what I know. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. And if I've accepted a date with you, then chances are I trust um, your taste in something. And so surprise me. I like surprises. So, you know, and you're the dude. Don't ask me if you can pull out my chair. Just pull the chair out. If you stand there and wait for me to open the door, I'm probably going to be heading back toward uh, the street to call for an Uber. I won't even let you take me home. Like there are things that you just do because you do them because it's proper. It's proper and they're in order. And there are things that I think that we've just robbed men of. And why am I talking about this when I could be talking about Arizona uh, in their audit and how so many people right now are excited because they just think August is coming and the president's going to be reinstalled and, and like, you know, uh, life's going to go back to the way it was. And um, I'll get to that in a minute. But as it pertains to how we got to where we are, you know, I, I'm watching people who are like pan, uh, what are we called? We're called neurodivergence, right? Yeah. I think that's what I saw on this pan. I don't even know. I think it was a girl. I have no idea. Uh, Sounds like the voice of a girl, but identifies as a pansexual person, which means they're into multiple sexualities. And the way they practice their sexuality or experience their sexuality is with men, women, both, trans. They engage trans individuals as well. Um, They're pansexual. They're not transsexual, but they're pansexual. So they have multiple... Um, whether or not they actually fulfill them, I don't know. Maybe they just have a desire for, um, you know, for, for different, um, sexes. So if you're a female and you're pansexual, you would like female, you would like men, you would like both men, men and women. And you would like someone who's a man dressing as a woman, or maybe has, uh, maybe has transitioned or a woman into a man, whatever, all of that is, is just think like Panhellenic. Sorry, I'm Greek. That's a really bad example, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's just, you know, that. <laughs> so when you see that and, and you see it and, it and it starts to feel like it's the majority, I want to encourage you tonight to remember it's not the majority. It's the loud minority and they have the microphone and they have corporate America. They have industry behind them. They have technology behind them. They have the DNC behind them. And for all intents and purposes, they have the RNC behind them because Rona McDaniel, just the chairwoman of the uh, Republican national committee, sends out a congratulations, happy Pride Month. We are so pleased to have added this many gay, trans, lesbian, whatever people into the Republican Party. And so, and, and I find that abhorrent. Not because I find gay or trans or lesbian or bi people abhorrent, because I don't. I find pandering to that corporate entity around identity politics as the harbingers of conservatism, of traditional family values, of faith. I, I find that beyond, dis- it's, not, it's not only intellectually or politically dishonest, it is spiritually dishonest and degrading. We don't know how to, this goes back to how I started the show. We don't know how to minister to people. We don't know how to set the captives free. We don't know how to disciple. So we're uncomfortable with it. So we go with the flow and we go with the world. Because we feel ill-equipped to speak to things. And because we do love people, we feel as if when love wins is the hashtag campaigned around the Supreme Court of the United States of America agreeing to take a Judeo-Christian principle and precept and practice outside of the church, outside of the faith of Judaism and Christianity, outside of that construct, bring it into the civil construct, into society's construct as marriage as that being equal between same sexes, when the way we celebrate that is to light up the White House with a rainbow flag, rainbow colors, and hashtag love wins, the people without understanding will think and believe and accept and practice and demand and shame others for not standing with love wins because they think that's love. They think that's love, and I'm not saying that, listen, I have a lot of gay followers, and you all know I love you. There's, there's no doubt, there should never be a doubt in your mind, ever, that I love you, I would care for you, I would provide for you, I would protect you, I would minister to you if you asked. It is not my place to encroach upon people's personal lives. I wish... The LGBTQ cabal, the corporate cabal, the corporate entity would get all of us out of their bedroom. It's quite honestly none of my business, unless the Lord directs you to my life, to my ministry, and I'm able to minister to you, and I am called to be a part of that, part of that revelatory place in your life, where if you're seeking, and and. And I happen to be on your path, that's one thing. But I'm not evangelical in that way with, with with that community, uh, with that nation. Really, it is it is a nation, um, of a construct of a belief system. And I know many gay people who love God, and who accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and they happen to love the same sex. Now I can't. I, yeah, I could go into the whole. The whole of the whole background of, you know, where I come from in ministry around all of this, um, that would take up probably three hours of a show and I'm happy to do it at some point. I'm not doing that this evening, but all that to say, I'm very disappointed that our military has taken the approach. I mean the air force, what a sham, what a shame. It's just a stain. As far as I'm concerned, you have a, you have a, what looks to be you're not really sure an androgynous person in a United States air force uniform saluting something and their hand is colored in the rainbow flag. It's all in rainbow colors and it's like hashtag happy gay pride month. Same thing as Rona McDaniel, you know, pandering to, and and really sliding an entire body of people to assign them a value according to their sexuality. According to a letter of the alphabet. Like, that's what they've been reduced to is a letter in the alphabet. Nothing makes... I'm just telling you, people try to make me out as a homophobe and it's impossible because I... It's just impossible because it's not who I am, first of all. It's it's just retarded. (laughs) Sorry. It's just dumb thinking. It doesn't work. But when i talk about love wins you know i mean something entirely different than than what happened um when we ruled that a man and a man can be married and a woman and a woman can be married i always felt like that should have been like a civil union it should have if you want a union and you want benefits and you know you want to be recognized as someone's significant other so you can make life decisions for that person if they're sick or in the hospital or you want certain benefits and you know, I fine do your thing civilly. But when it comes to the construct of faith, many of the church are just willfully ignorant or ignorant. And, and they think they're doing a loving thing by embracing all of this. And, and ultimately our military has become watered down in this feelings and, equity and diversity and identity. And really the only identity that we need to know is that you're going to put on that uniform. You're going to stand in solidarity to the constitution of the United States of America. You're not going to encroach upon others, faith, others, um, sexuality, heterosexuality, others, masculinity. You're not going to, um, dumb down the system In in terms of testing and skills and uh, physical ability and aptitudes, you know, you're not going to demand that the United States military become something that, you know, just is a little bit more beige and feeble. No. And all of that starts in your mind. Every bit of that starts in your mind. And the more focused we are on diversity campaigns and equity campaigns and inclusion campaigns in the United States military, the weaker we become. And you will never convince me otherwise. And I won't apologize for saying it because I'm right and I don't try to be right. I'm speaking the truth and that's really what matters. And why is that so important to me? Be- it should be as important to you because right now, all of you, a lot of you are waiting on these audits to just steamroll. And I've said it too, you know, all it's going to take is one and you're going to have a domino effect. Well, we still have the same Supreme court. We still have this crappy Congress we're stuck with and Senate for that matter. And we don't really know what's going on in the military now, do we? So who is in charge of what (laughs) back to that? You guys are like, what's really going on Monica. I'm like, well, I don't know. Two sides could be playing, you know, two sides of the same coin against all of us as citizens. I have no idea, but here's what I know. What's right in front of me? What are my responsibilities? What are my priorities? Inclusion, diversity and equity are not my priorities. Can you get the job done? Awesome. No? Okay, find another one. Do you value the Constitution? Are you avowed to the constitutional of, to the Constitution of the United States for all American citizens? Awesome. Check Great. Next. No. Okay. Next. uh, Next line. (laughs) Like that's just where I am with regard to my business, how I'm, how I conduct myself throughout the day with people within my industry and my sphere of influence, clearly with strangers at the grocery store or, you know, going on about my personal life. um, You know, I just meet people right where they are. I, and I try not to talk about politics. I hate it when people invite me to parties and they tell everybody who's coming and, you know, or a gathering or something and all, and people, well, we're not going to talk about politics. I'm like, yeah, you are. <laughs> I can already tell you it's going to happen. And so I don't stay for very long. I probably look like a snob. I don't know, but it, it just, it bugs me because I'd love to have a place of refuge just to watch and observe and interact and get to know and, you know, and not have to talk about all this crap going on, where no one really knows what's going on. You don't know that this military will step in and have a Myanmar. And here's the thing: the left would tell you that Myanmar is a bad thing. General McChrystal would tell you that Myanmar is is sedition, that it's treason, that it's uh, it's a it's a that that is the coup, right? That the military stepping into a fake and fraudulent election is the coup. Do you see how all this gets twisted? In late night, you know, television and mainstream media and Google, all of the gods will tell you that that's actually the coup that the military's wrong for doing what they're doing. The Biden administration would tell you the same thing. But that's not true. How that went down over there was wrong and the military stood in to say, "Mm -mm, nope, new election, we're stepping in. This was stolen, we know it, it was fraud. I don't know that our military would do that in this country. I have no, I'm just telling you from the Joint Chiefs of Staff down I don't have confidence that even with evidence that that would happen in this country. So that is not to slight anyone in the military. That is not to slight generals or it, that's not what I'm doing. I'm just giving you my general, my genuine and honest perspective that there are very real everyday things that I have to take care of that are part of my priorities and you do too. And so part of what can help you through this Whatever season we're in as a country, is to A, see it as a spiritual battle and deal with it there first. B, it is a temporal battle as well. And some people around you have real battles. There's a young lady tonight. She's been fighting for not only her life, but her baby's life who had to be delivered at five months of pregnancy, gestation. She was stabbed multiple times in her back, in Oregon's here at a park not far from my home at 5:30 in the afternoon when people are out walking after work it's crowded she's white um her son was with her who i believe is 3 watched his mommy get stabbed she's she's still in she's still hospitalized it's been touch and go her family members have been keeping people abreast on twitter you can see her GoFundMe page on Twitter. They were trying to raise fifty thousand dollars, and as of a few hours ago, they were at like forty nine something. Um, I imagine she's going to need a lot more than fifty thousand dollars. So I would, you know, if the, if you can if you can give, please do so. Um, but that that's like a real life thing, right? Where where this here's this pregnant, beautiful woman out walking with her son. And she's approached by a stranger, and she tries to go around him, and he literally starts stabbing her in her back. This is how crazy the world is right now. And who knows what the motivation was? I don't know. What I see online is a lot of the minority, whether it's the, we're taking over the United States military with a rainbow flag, we're going to fly the rainbow flag over our embassies. I mean, just crazy. See, when I when I tell you these that that this cabal is a nation, it is. It may be a small nation, but it is a nation without understanding. And for you, spiritual ones, you understand what I'm saying. It is a nation without understanding. But for us to allow the rest of the nation to be held hostage or otherwise taken over or subjugated to this ideology that somehow everyone has to be pansexual, including our children. Everyone should be sexualized, including our children, because that's where it's going, the LGBTQ UAI plus. The plus includes things that I won't even mention on this show. I just got off of a call. I've been asked to be on a board um, with uh, Angela Stanton King's foundation. I'm very honored to have been asked um, and she is definitely a champion for children and their rights with regard to being sexualized. And she is fighting hard for these kids. And I'm honored to be on the board and to um, serve with others who are doing amazing work around the country through legislation, policy. I mean, just great, great app- apprehending pedophiles. I mean, good, good work. And ensuring that our kids are protected, Right. It is a nation without understanding. They want to sexualize everything, but they are still a minority. It may feel, the whole premise of the show is this, it may feel, it may appear that you are in the minority, but you are not. Now, if you don't want to end up in the minority, because you are going up against... Uh, titans and giants in the land called technology, industry. But you still have the power of the purse, ladies and gentlemen. When you stop buying airline tickets, when you stop frequenting sports sporting events, when you stop utilizing certain technology services, when, when you stop frequenting certain places that are all about, you know, everyone bow to the pride month. We literally have a Veterans Day. We have a Memorial Day. But somehow we ended up with Black History Month and Gay Pride Month. I mean, poor Martin Luther King Jr. got a day. (laughs) If anyone deserves a month, it would be him alone. Like, he is the biggest component of black history. He's certainly the most liberating component of black history. Would you not agree? We are out of balance. We are out of balance. And so I don't know that anyone is telling you that you're still the majority, but you are. And you have the power right there on your little cards that you swipe everywhere you go. Every single supply chain is yours to control. Don't ever forget that. No one's feeding you that, but I'm going to feed that to you. And I hope you eat it and I hope it goes down and I hope it nourishes your little bellies and it inspires you and it gives you great ideas and it gives you resolve and it gives you courage and conviction that you don't have to go down the path of inclusion, diversity and equity. And nobody's trying to exclude anyone, except for the minority. And to some people, what I'm saying would be considered hate speech. Why? Because they've deemed it so. They want to change your entire vernacular. Do you understand that? They want your entire vocabulary to change to meet the demands at their altar of belief and practice, more importantly. See, what you believe doesn't really matter if you're not practicing it. But the left practices their belief system, the minority. They are still the minority. Judging by entertainment, commercials, industry, rainbow flags, rainbow avatars, rainbow gift certificates, rainbow months, rainbow parades, you would think that 90% of the country is gay or lesbian or bi or trans or pan or queer. I'm trying to think of what the U is. I don't know. The I is like intersectional. Oh, I did remember that. I don't know what the U is. Unsexual? Maybe. Asexual? I mean, that's that's also part of it. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable, but it is what it is. And so they would have you believe that 90% of the country is all of that that 90% of the country is flying their rainbow flags. And if you're not, then you're just a bigot. And you're in the minority. That is not true. You are not in the minority. Now, you keep remaining silent about these things. You keep remaining silent as some type of a vow to some fake form of love. People being in bondage to disordered belief systems is not love. And that goes for heterosexuals as well. That's not just a, that's not a, that's not an indictment on, on homosexuality or pansexuality or any of the other stuff. That's not an indictment at all. All of us have the ability to live in some weird place of disorder and misunderstanding and disunderstanding and no knowledge. And I mean, and it's, you know, hell's mouth is wide open because of it. Don't believe me? Look around at people's lives who live in constant misunderstanding. I mean, the fruit is there. Proof is in the pudding. Just like right now, I'm not looking to anyone, not a letter in the alphabet, not General Flynn, not a good guy, not a bad guy. I'm not looking to President Trump and his next speech. I'm not looking to anyone to, to indicate to me or otherwise I'm not looking at Dan Scavino's Twitter page anymore or Telegram with all these cryptic, oh, it's coming. I'm not doing that. There's a life for me to live right in front of me. And the same thing applies for you. And you have very real decisions to make, particularly in the area of education. And if your kids are grown, you better get out there and fight for someone else's kids. Because you are seriously about to lose an entire generation. My child's generation is questionable at this point. She's about to be 25. They're Gen Zers. And those guys are as confused as a soup sandwich. I'm not speaking on behalf of my daughter. But the majority of people on TikTok her age are so dis- and mal-informed it would blow your mind about everything. They're very opinionated. And they want to love, and they want to welcome people, and they want peace on earth, and all that stuff is wonderful. No one can fault them for that. But the problem is when no one's been taught what actual love is, and actual love is this, very simply. Our Constitution is is riddled with love. It gives you the right to your personal agency and your individuality. It gives you the right to express yourself, to speak freely, to practice that which you believe. It gives you the right to protect your life. It gives you the right to due process. It's very important. Many countries, well, all countries, there's no other country who has our form of due process. I mean, put that on for size. You know, equality is wrapped into our concept, our Bill of Rights. So many constructs and precepts of liberation. I mean, I go on and on. But it's important for those ideals to be taught, to be honored, and to be appreciated and to be practiced. And honestly, if we look at Gen Z, we really have no one else to blame other than, uh, what what am I? I think I'm a Gen Xer. Yeah. Other than Gen X, who raised the, I hate all that stuff, by the way. It's so dumb. I'm like, no, I'm a daughter of the Most High God. Like, who puts us in these Zodiac boxes? And, you know, people, I'm an Aquarius. I'm like, well, okay, you can be finite if you want, but I'm going to choose to be seated at the right hand of God and Jesus Christ, which makes me infinite. So if you want to be a dog or a bull or a crab or you know whatever, a scorpion or a fish, okay, go a water bearer, go for it. But I'm I'm looking at God going, okay, you're infinite, and if I'm your kid, what does that make me? If you're unlimited and I'm your daughter, what does that make me? Right? yeah and then you apply that thinking to your everyday life. You apply that knowledge and that thinking to your everyday life. And so whenever you come upon people who are confused or people who are angry, people are filled with hate and rage and disinformation, and they've been they're disenchanted with life, with people, with whites, with blacks, with Hispanics, with the border, with taxes, with Biden, with Trump, I mean whatever, you know, then you're equipped you're equipped to meet people right where they are. And you don't have to heave the Bible at them to do it. Just speak like a normal human. You can speak truth. Well, in Mark 24, 5, you know, I don't even know if that, I, again, I'm not an address girl. I know what's in my Bible, but I'm not an address girl. You know, but quoting stuff, and it's like, no, just be the word. Speak the word. That's where your power is. You want to set people free. I mean, he who the sun sets free is free Indeed. You want to set people free or do you want to agree with the insanity around you perpetuated by the minority? That's what you're going to have to decide. So while I'm excited for the Arizona audits, I'm excited that, you know, Georgia's got some things uh, rolling, Michigan, Wisconsin, what? who knows where all Pennsylvania, where all this is going to go. I don't know. And you don't either. And anyone telling you they know for sure is lying. Now, they... Yes, that there have been, huh, mad, uh, in discrepancies and falsehoods and fraudulent ballots and all kinds of craziness that has been uncovered and and but I, I'm just I'm telling you now, until Donald Trump is standing before a Supreme Court justice with his hand on the Bible and uh, being sworn in for his second term, and his butt is planted in the Oval Office, I am not celebrating any form of, oh, it's coming. Oh, it, It could. I'm not doing it. I don't care how many dominoes fall. I'm not doing it until that happens. And even after that happens, we have work to do. I'm, my resolve is what it is. There, There's work to be done on the local and state level. You need to take your states back. I don't care if President Trump comes back into that Oval Office or not. You need to position your states with hardware, software, morality, legislation. You need to erect your own election grids in your states. You need to start on the county levels. And you need to start paying attention to supply chains teaching people trade. As much as we've walked away from entertainment during this season of of all things lies about a bioweapon, we shut the entire country down. The entire world was shut down just about over lies. And now all of that is coming out. And just wait for Dr. Birx's emails to hit the streets. Some of us knew this was crap from the beginning, but, you know, silenced we were i had my own family look at me like i was a nutcase because i'm like no i mean you can listen my god pluck the wax out of your ears and just listen to one one news conference with these two yahoos don't tell me this was not created and crafted to take us down my god are we that blind and deaf and dumb and mute unreal so now we have work to do and we need to position ourselves to never be in this position again how do you do that creating you need to get busy in your communities i cannot stress that enough create community a very strong knitted community knit community some of you are fleeing your c- your cities i get it it's bad but that's what they want you to do that's the whole reason your crimes have been allowed to go through the roof they're they're damn near unlivable I mean, I live in the city, and it's a mess. It is a zoo. And I'm saying it's a zoo because we are surrounded by animals who do not have a conscience. They are anarchists. They're little sociological terrorists. They have no education. They have no family. They are gang members, criminal gang members, who practice criminality. They're godless. They're in complete disorder and disarray. As it pertains to order, now don't get it twisted. that whole kingdom has a very real hierarchy to it that it is there's there's subservience there that you would blow your mind there's order to anarchy trust me it it's not all and there's order to chaos isn't that crazy but there is there's an order, <laughs> especially as it relates to criminals so but that's intentional. It's to get you to move out of your cities. Why don't you guys start putting your money together, start buying up land in rural areas. If you're a constitutional conservative, y'all need to start some pools, some land pools right now. Put, put your money where your mouth is, where your patriotism is. If you're so afraid of Bill Gates or the Chinese Communist Party buying up you know, land grabs ad nauseum, then get out there and grab it. Go do it. Buy a couple of thousand acres. Make sure it's near water. Make sure it's, you know, fertile soil. You may be the last bastion standing of a food supply chain before long. You have no idea. We're get we're moving over into the culture of um you know, uh the social credit system where your peers are, you know, y'all thought Black Mirror. I could I you know what? I watched one episode of that too. Stu- too. One episode was so disturbing. I was like, I don't want to watch this crap ever again. It's horrible. Pinging, you know, like walking in to grab your little latte in the morning and everyone around you starts pinging because you're not supposed to be there because your credit rating as a human being is so low. I'm not talking about your credit score. I'm not talking about your FICA score. I'm talking about, uh, you use the word um, uh, confused and, 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 um, uh, and transsexual uh, in the same sentence online. Ding. There's 20 points taken off of your humanity score. So guess what? You don't qualify for a latte. Or maybe you're going to pay double because you're such a bad human. And I'm not kidding. That's coming. It's already here. Japan's practicing it, for God's sakes. I mean, it's just creepy stuff where you just go, what? I mean, we, we've become like our own tribunal our sociological tribunal where it's like oh, you don't agree with i with with inclusion no i didn't say that i don't agree with inclusion at the expense of inclusion does that make sense you cannot exclude people to include all people some people just don't need to be there I mean are we really that weak that we all get offended because our kid wasn't invited to the birthday party? Yes, I know. I know many of I know many parents who are like that. Well, I can't believe what? We've invited her to everything. Why wasn't Becky invited? Well, maybe Becky just didn't need to be there. Next. Have you ever thought maybe God's just protecting your kid from not being invited to certain things? Rejection is protection. That's one of those Christianisms. But seriously, I mean, not everything has to be this grand offense, but it is on the left. <laughs> well, boy, Seth wasn't invited or whatever, Pat, right? A, a great pan name. Pat wasn't, no offense, Pat's, but Pat was invite, wasn't was invited because, you know, Pat, we're going to let Pat decide if Pat wants to be a boyer. And I bet you that's why Pat wasn't invited to the birthday party. And some of you are so weak constitutionally in your own personal constitutions that you guys would be like, well, we don't want Pat to feel left out. Even though you don't know what the hell to do with a Pat or a Scat or a Tat or anything else. Y'all are just like, you don't even know how to address that with your own kids. And your own kids are going to be like, mom, what's up with Pat? Pat's wondering whether or not he's a girl or boy or a them or they. And And what does that mean? Are you equipped to have that conversation? And I'm not saying you exclude Pat. What I'm saying is there's a place for Pat, but you shouldn't be giving in to guilt societal guilt or spiritual guilt, even worse to in to invite and then be offended whenever your kid's not invited. It's like when did we lose our way? about ha- just making a personal damn decision. Good grief. I wasn't invited to everything, and it sucked to kind of hurt my feelings, but you know what? That's okay. It just it, it was it helped me become the person I am today. So if you don't invite me now, I just don't need to be there. And if I don't invite you, you're not you're not invited for a reason. It's okay. I'm sure you have other friends. We've just become so mentally and emotionally feeble. And really, all of that begins in the spirit. I'm not kidding. I cannot stress that enough. And we are creating society, a military. I mean, my God, people who defend us. People who defend us are saluting a rainbow flag, standing in solidarity to something other than the flag of the United States of America. That is is not acceptable. All right. Until next time. I love you guys. Hope you have a good night. Back tomorrow. I got lots of travels coming up and I'm taking you with me. That's right. Going to be reporting. Well, not reporting. I'm not a reporter. I'm not a journalist. I'm a commentator. I'm a talk show host. So I talk. I'm going to be talking (laughs) from multiple locations across the country. And I look forward to bringing you some up-to-date uh, information in Virginia, particularly Florida, Tennessee. I'm kind of all over in the next few days. So, hey, be good to your neighbor, beginning your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.